Yes, welcome to another episode of the Brand Whip Podcast. My name is Sam McEwen and joining me as always, Dean Nielsen. How are you today, Dean? I am splendid, Sam. Really good to be here. That is good to hear. Really good to see you. Really good to be back in a room together and, uh, and, and talking marketing. Yes, and um, so uh, housekeeping. We've been told yep. we need to do housekeeping, I think. So um, firstly, I guess for those joining us for the first time, this is a uh, podcast about branding and marketing where one of us comes to the party with a topic, uh, topic without notice. Without notice. And we see where it takes us. Um, we aim for half an hour and it never seems to no, go that short. No, f- 50 minutes yeah. is the new half an hour, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> <laughs> but we're there. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna throw us a, a, a topic today. I am. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll we'll get right into it. This is such a simple idea. I'm worried it could be our shortest podcast. So we might actually get to to, to thirty minutes because there's it's it's a really little idea. But I'll say put it on the table now. It's one of the most powerful ideas I've come across. Okay. So. I'm setting this up big. Yeah, um, and, and you're also setting us up to, to fail. With yeah, that's right. No, I don't think we'll <laughs> fail with this. This is, this is really cool. Um, so I found it a few months ago in a paper um, by a guy called Professor John Dawes from Ehrenberg Bass, and yep. it was done through or with the LinkedIn's B2B Institute. So we've talked about these guys before. They, 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 um, they, they do some great work. They're probably the best kind of branded um, uh, research institute i reckon but um there's some um there's some really you know interesting content um and so i'll wind back a little bit we have um talked about a number of times before um Burnett and field's 60 40 rule when it yep. comes to you know long term and 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 tactical like brand building versus tactical yep. Which advertising 60 percent brand 40 percent that's tactical that, direct that that's right and it's. I've talked about that with clients before, like, and and I think some of them just glaze over. Like, it's, <laughs> it makes sense to marketing people, yeah. Um, but it, there's a bit to unpack still. Like, you can show. You know, we've all seen that kind of that that graph with the 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 the, the sawtooth kind of. You know, you can if you saw the video here, I'd be doing a sawtooth in the air. But you know, the the bump that you're kind of you know the the marketing got when you kind of combined the two and yeah. and the the quick drop off when it was just kind of tactical so but the idea and principle of you know marketing for the long term rather than the short term you know yeah. as a general rule you know obviously makes sense but he's reframed a similar concept this is he John Dawes um professor John Dawes in a in a different way um and a really much more compelling way i think so I'm just going to read almost verbatim to how he describes it. And when you say reframed, he's reframed for B two B. That's right. Sorry yeah. for 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 B two B. Well, sixty forty is B two B. Well, I thought sixty forty was so a general right. rule. Yeah, but, and it was difficult. A, a lot of a lot of the um, evidence tends sorry. to be very heavy B two C. But it, correct, but, you know, you, you you tend to sort of assume Unilever whenever I read something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, they of, did a B two B one as well, and maybe it was. I think they may have said it's much the same. It was much the yeah. same. Or it might have been anyway, 65, 35 or something. But I yeah. should know that before coming yeah. in to do a goddamn <laughs> podcast on this. But um, it was about the same. But so, yes, yeah. this, we're talking about B2B here, sorry. Um, and um, but, but which is, you know, like 
like a lot of these things we've we've talked about this as well like these rules of thumb and things sometimes are hard to apply to the everyday brands well, that you and i work on and often in the b2b space you know often quite quite yeah. quite a lot smaller so and, and i think sometimes when you know that 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 the eyes glazing over like it's you know it happens to me a lot too you know i think sometimes that's because you know it's very easy to go Okay, yeah, cool, I get that, but but we're different. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, doesn't yeah, apply yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, they do. They yeah. do. So I'll set the scene. Yep. So th- this is with a few changes for, you know, for talking about it kind of almost word for word for the introduction from the paper. So think about the last time your business made a significant purchase, like a new phone system, engaged a new payroll software vendor, signed a contract with a Salesforce IT support company, or perhaps even new, bought new carpet for the office. Or in, you know, my case, engaged a brand agency or like, you know, these. Yeah. If you've done that recently, you'll know that you're not in the market for those items now anymore, nor will you be for quite a while. Mm-hmm. The time between purchases for goods and services is quite long. We can't argue with that. Corporate, corporations change service providers such as their principal bank or law firm once around every five years on average. That means that only 20% of business buyers are in the market over the course of an entire year. So that's yep. a bit over five years. Um, uh, or to put it another way, something like 5% a quarter. Or to put it another way again, 95% of your market at any given time isn't in the market. Yeah, wow. Okay. So he calls this the, uh, the I call it the 5 to 95 rule. Maybe they call it 95-5. I think the 5 first is important mm. because what does that actually mean is that only 5% of your market right now is ready to buy. And so 95% of all B2B advertising mostly hits buyers who aren't going to buy any time soon. Yep. And, and so what, what that, I, you know, when you talk about it like that, I just think it reframes it. And I've watched people's eyes light up in the meeting room, not glaze <laughs> over, because I think it, 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 it illustrates a point that we all kind of, Kind of know deep down but you know so it's the same idea of 60 40 in a sense you've got to invest more in the long term than in the short term yeah. but it talks about the market that's happening uh you know that's in the market right now yeah and when you put it that way if you are just focusing on you know trying to get people to you know um click or engage or you know sign a form or download this or you know make an appointment or whatever you, you're setting yourself up for failure yeah. Because it's only a small, minute, and I've had a couple of campaigns recently where I've, you know, I, I, I'm happy to admit in, in, in hindsight kind of, you know, maybe set the wrong objectives for thinking that we could kind of, you know, have a buck, you know, a buck each way. Mm. But really at the end of the day, um, the people that you're, you're advertising in B2B, um, that, that you want your ad to resonate with, it's got to resonate with them in the future. Yeah, well, let's see. Right I mean, now. five years is a long time. Yeah, right. Like, yep. Um, that's it's yeah. That's that's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, you know, to think about another way, you you know, you can't it can't be about stimulating people to buy um, when they're not in the market because you actually can't convince them. No, because like, they're not interested. They're, they're they're not interested. They're yeah. not interested. So, you you know, you've got to be um, you've got to be thinking about it you know, way more in the long term. So how I think it's kind of interesting that you're, you're looking at building, I think, familiarity. And, you know, that's just a, that's a, you're looking to communicate with that 95% that in the future will be ready, but now they aren't. So I had kind of like a, um, we're working with, I love working with like really, I don't know whether they'd say this, they might, but really kind of boring (laughs) 
<laughs> boring brands, boring industries. Like we're working at the moment with a with a company who are in the professional soap business for car washes. I think they're like number three. I I, lo- I love these businesses too. Yeah, they're, they-, they are, and they're ripe. Honestly, like I think this is where um where the gold is for for a lot of businesses in that yeah. area. Like they to to kind of you know to approach things in, in a way that I call kind of big brand thinking. You know, when you're when you're but but you know at a different level, you. you it's their your competition isn't doing it mainly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, soap soap for car washes, and I was going to find the number of they told me the number of car washes that are done per day in Australia, and I I'll put it in the show notes because I can't remember something, <laughs> but it's it's huge. Like yeah, you know, of course it is. Um, their main competitor has a foothold in the market mainly due to the fact that they also sell the car wash machines. Yep. So um and but and so it's kind of like a, you buy our machines, you buy our product. But you know these guys are, um you know starting to pick customers off that are unhappy with that incumbent, as often happens. You know pretty big company not getting the kind of service they want. You know they're and they're you know they're starting to become happy, but unhappy. But that doesn't happen overnight. Mm. Like it 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 takes a while. You don't wake up in the morning and decide right that's it. I'm changing. Like it it's it it takes it takes time. It happens gradually. It's a big decision for a business. Like even if you think about like the difference often between B two B and B two C. Like you know me deciding to buy a can of Coke as opposed to a you know a can of um, Sprite or it's a you know it's a it's a similar price or it's a couple of bucks. It's it's whatever, but it's not really going to affect my life in the long term. But changing a business supplier. You know, it's got massive ramifications. So you can see there's a a way different um, kind of frame around all of it. So it's um so it's a it's, it ends up being a combination of things. It's you're not going to also see an ad and go, oh, that looks nice. Mm. Look at that shiny thing. It's it's not going to happen like that. Um, it's going to be a combination of things that makes you start thinking about it, and then you start searching. So at that point, if you've never heard of an alternative brand, it would take a massive leap of trust to kind of go. Oh, and a massive leaf of luck even yeah. to have a salesman kind of ready to kind of walk in your and door. This when, is when the important ready. point, I think, it, right? It, it like, is. because it's not like you can say, okay, well, that's all right. We'll just focus uh, our advertising on the 5% that are ready to buy yeah. because it's you're talking a big purchase. And, and you know, um, then there's no familiarity there. You've got a, you've got a, you've got a lot to build. Uh, that's that's yeah, the that, point, right, isn't that, it? No, yeah. that, 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 that is. So, you know, that 5% when they're in the market, who it's that five percent that are in the market now? Let's go back yep. to kind of talking about it like that. Um, are, are are now kind of ready to buy with the memory structures they already had from five the last yeah. five years. So if you're not in that, you know, if you're not in their head or you're not in their kind of you know frame of reference, then you're you're, you're behind the eight ball anyway. So yep. you 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 can't just target that five yep. percent because that five percent <laughs> existed. Last year, yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, which which goes to the uh, my favourite stat that I, I uh, repeat ad nauseum, which is that thirty five percent of final purchasing decisions come from brands that are included within that initial consideration set. Yeah. And I dare say with B two B, it's going to be a lot higher than that. Yeah, yeah. So I that's think so. that's the that's the general sixty forty type number, right? Yeah. Um, yep. So you know straight away, well, you know if you're not part of that initial consideration set, you're at a disadvantage. Yep. Um, you know, in B two B, there's a smaller number of of purchases. Um, yep. you know, in, in the market anyway. No, that's that, that's right. So, you know, this idea of familiarity, I think, is kind of a nice, simple idea that's key. It sounds. I mean, it's, it sounds a bit daunting, to be fair. Mm. Like we're doing a bit of digital marketing for our for our, for ourselves at, at, yep. at Demarca, and 
to, to be in the situation of having to use a budget and go, right, yeah. I'm going to spend something now that at the end of the day, you know, five years away, I might start to get a return on. Feel great, but no, it is, it is what it is. So <laughs> and, h- yeah. how are you thinking about this then? What's the, what, uh, am I jumping ahead? Tell yeah, me, no, tell no, no, well, I, I, there's another analogy I thought of, which might sound really flippant and stupid, but it came to me and I thought, actually, it's a nice way of thinking about it. Like, that idea of familiarity taking time. So what I'm thinking is at, at, the, at the moment, like, you know, if you're, you know, if you're a B2B brand, what is that kind of, that, that thing you want to be known for that you can just slowly kind of push out to people and continually reinforce it and just kind of be there? And I, I thought of the weirdly, I don't know why, scenario of, you know, if, if I ran up to you on a train, Sam, and just started talking to you, and telling you all about myself, you know, getting in your face about, you know, how I am, who I am and why we should be friends, you're probably <laughs> going to get annoyed, yeah. fair to say. But if you see me every day for the year catching the same train as you, one day we might start talking and, you know, because, you know, you're a bit familiar and it might even be like, wow, we actually have something in common, like we catch the same train and maybe we'll, you know, maybe we've got something else in common. It's a weird little analogy. I'm not sure if no, it's great, but, but I, I kind of think it is. It's like it's... Just you know, here we here I am. You know, I'm not pushing pushing too hard. I'm I'm just I'm I'm just there. And I think as a you know, B two B brands have to think a little bit like that. Sure, you've got to be ready to go when yeah. that that call comes in, um, or you've got to be. But but at the end of the day, you're not really convincing someone to you know try this now. It's not like you're giving away a free sample. So yeah. please try my new product, and maybe you know you'll like it and 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 switch. That switch is that switch is big. Um, it's a big decision. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, this is the um, case for content marketing. Yeah. Oh no. This Tell is me. the case for blogging. So this. Yep. Um, yeah. True. Okay. You know, I know we follow a few people. There's a there's a few content marketing critics out there, and it sometimes gets wrapped into, uh, you know, some of the satire that gets thrown around uh, at different cases. But this this for me is is the case is the case for for content marketing because yep. it's about being part of the discussion, being friendly and helpful and familiar to your audience, yep. knowing that they're not in the market yet. Yep. You know, and and good content marketing and some of the great brands that have done it in our, in my space, like I think HubSpot are a, a beacon for a brand that was built, not entirely, but um, to you know a large part of that that brand was built off the back of you know a huge team of content writers just publishing content that was useful and relevant to their to their target audience. Yep. Um, but but that's certainly one of those main tactics. It's saying okay, well instead of selling our product when we know that 95% of the uh, of our target audience are not in the market let's build our brand around being helpful to the 100% of our target audience yep. with the kinds of problems and the, that they deal so with they every day and yeah, yeah. and and in doing so we'll become a trusted sort of source of, of information and maybe they'll also learn a little bit about our products over those years and and we can sort of you know take the long slow road to to um to turn them into a yeah part of me thinks so this is a little bit different even before that because sure the content's there but to find it you've got to go searching so Mm. you're already would you you agree like it's it's how you you frame it i mean we um you know we we sort of we spoke a a number of years ago to a um a mortgage broker well they weren't they weren't a mortgage broker they were a um sort of an aggregator of mortgage brokers but but in that same sort of audience anyway and um you know, for, for them, it's sort of like, okay, often when you think content marketing, you think straight away, okay, how to choose a mortgage broker or, you know, it's all about 
broking and, and mortgages, yeah. you know. But you know, we sort of looked at it and said, okay, well, how, who's your audience, and when are they making decisions about choosing a mortgage broker? Well, they're often um, families. You know, they've just, you know, when do you when do you think about buying a new okay, home? Then it's often like shortly after you've got married. Maybe it's your first kid when you upgrade your home. There's all these sort of life cycle stages. So ultimately, who, who are your audiences? Well, they're families. So if you're writing content for them, it might be, you know, there's actually a broad range of, of topics that, that interest them when they're not in the and market it's not for to a mortgage breaker. Mortgage breaking, right? it's more it to might be the, about, the com- yeah, okay. yeah, and you could maybe tie it back so there's some relevance to the brand. So the, the sort of the strategy that we recommended or, there, yeah, yeah or yeah. teaching your children about money. Right, you yep. know, or or some of those sort okay. of life stage things that says, okay, this is this is a you know this is a exactly our type of audience, and these are the kind of questions that they ask when they're not in the market to buy a mortgage broker, yep. you know, and then obviously you can get them to engage, and there's all sorts of tactical things that you can apply to that around. Okay, we know they're in our target audience, so we can apply retargeting, or we can, you know, we we can sort of message, you know, we ne- they're known to us, so we can now sort of message to them, but ultimately it also gives some of that familiarity and you know it's a yeah. trusted partner oh, I see what you're saying. In, yeah in kind of yeah i was more yeah so okay that's that's interesting i didn't i didn't think mm. about it like that um you're you're still so you're even though you're searching you're not searching for a brand you're searching for yeah and you might not be content. so in that in that yeah, case okay. you're not searching for a mortgage broker either yeah 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 you know and for you know for for, for example with your um you know your soap company you know okay well people aren't looking for a soap provider very often you know, and, no. and most of their audience aren't. But you know, if they provided information uh, that is relevant to people who run car washes, no, they do. No, and, and that's, you know, that's, that, that's, that's that connection. You yeah. know, and, and uh, you know, and 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 that uh, you know, for for me, it's and, all and helping those people. I know yeah. that is actually part of the the, the, the brand strategy. For, we, for me, it's, with them. it's the, helping the ch- them be more profitable in their. You know, I'm that's I'm right. The guy that owns the the, yeah. ca- the car wash. So yeah, yeah, sure, the soap is the thing. But like, how can you help me? Exactly. Exactly. You know, uh, be more profitable, and, and, and run maybe a good maybe they come back to them, or maybe you just now they've made themselves known as like who would who would I don't know download the Excel spreadsheet budget planner for car wash businesses, yep. other than people who own car wash car wash businesses. So then you can say, okay, great, well we know who they are now. We can target them with ads for our soap, <laughs> and at some yep. point in the next five years they might That's be it. in the market for it or whatever. But I mean, for me, it, it's always been about like the challenge. If you understand, I mean, I, you know, um, I sort of knew the 95.5 because I think you shared this document with one of the guys in our team, but I haven't read it myself yet. Um, but, you know, you, as you said, you sort of instinctively understand it, but when it's put in, in such well, uh, context. Because there's a number that, there, like you can go, you yeah. know, I just, um, yeah, market for the long term. or I think it was more what changed it for me was I'd, I always thought about brand building as kind of a slow, you know, building of familiarity, right? Yeah. But when you're actually able to put a kind of a number on just how small um, yeah. or large the future opportunity is, small how the small the current opportunity is, it kind of it it just painted a completely different picture for me. It, and um, I think anyone in business can. You, you instantly that. sort of feel to pull back down, like you instantly just sort of lean into yep. more brand building. Like as soon as you sort of point it out, you think, "Oh yeah, okay, well, hey, we can relax. Like you know, we don't yeah. need we don't need that consumer promotion. You yep. know, yep. Um, what we what we need is just to a permission." to be part of a conversation yep. and that's probably the challenge you know it's yep. like okay, how are we relevant when we know that they're not interested in our core service um yeah bad time for the leaf blower to walk past hopefully uh, none of that's been picked up <laughs> in, the, in the microphone but yeah it, it, you know that 
manufacturing, I guess, permission to have a conversation with your audience is probably the challenge. That's, yeah. That's where my... And it's, no, yeah. no, it is. But I, I think the challenge is though just understanding you've got to be the long haul. No one kind of likes to, you know, we're all... Um, uh, you know, so even like, even though I, you know, kind of preach this, having to then do it myself, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and realize that that budget I'm putting putting aside, you know, is 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 you know, I'm going to be looking at kind of three or four years down the track, is um is you know, I, I guess that's a bit of you know, a bit of skin the game from from yeah. from, from our point of view, from from my point of view, like uh, putting my sh- my myself in my clients client shoes uh, it, is a good thing. It certainly shifts the the um focus i guess to 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 one of longevity you know and and to uh, you know i mean cost of doing business it's almost like a yeah a fixed cost yeah and to plug in and to to potentially postpone your assessment of uh, the effectiveness of a campaign you know like i mean sort of what you're saying is that you're not really going to fully understand the effectiveness of your advertising for five years and it probably evolves over that time yeah 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 well i guess yeah you'd like to think a year or cut two, you're, you're well, you able to start see to something, see something. Yeah. but oh, but but I guess that yeah, it's a, that's a good point. It's it's um you got to be prepared to sit back and just let it go and and um and and relax. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's one for the marketing instincts over the mar- of the data analysts, isn't yep. it? You know, and yeah, you know, I mean, that's we. It seems like every podcast we mention on here's a here's another topic for a podcast. But you know, one one of one of my um big things i'll definitely do a podcast topic on this at some point is is this measurability bias and you know and 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 what i see which i think is related to this often is oh yeah cool yeah we get the 60 40 yeah yeah okay it's it's long term we're going to long-term activity um but what were our direct sales from that last month and and yeah and, what and actually we, happened and- yeah and this this has been some studies you know the term measurability bias comes from the fact that there's there's been shown to be this huge bias to run the kind of advertising that's easy to measure not necessarily what's effective in in the long-term growth of the, of the business and, and i think you know certainly there's maybe industries or certain products and types where that direct line to purchase is really easy to measure and it's also really effective and that's and that's yeah. great but i guess there's a certain discipline that's required if you're in the potentially b2b space to 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 look beyond that that measurability i reckon we and should definitely definitely talk about that because i've i've even i'm you know you mentioned oh it's 60 40 great we're going to do this it's almost like i've um i've kind of ticked things off in my head with like yeah. okay this approach is right cool let's do it <laughs> yeah and then and kind of forgot about i, I there is the funny joke i don't know whether i've had this conversation with someone at at, at Demarca or you and i've had it but like you know um brand building campaigns are often they're called brand building campaigns because you know they haven't actually done anything yeah. what, what do you call a marketing campaign that doesn't work brand building yeah <laughs> but so, that's a bad joke because it's wrong it, it is it flat is out. It's it flat. It's funny, uh, maybe, but I think but it's, it's been used it's sometimes. Like yeah. I, I think it's an excuse. Yeah. Like uh, you know, I've we've all done it. I'm sure. Um, you know, uh, it hasn't quite. You know, hasn't quite worked out. Oh, it's going to take longer. Like you've had an experience. No, not. I've got a client at the moment who's had an experience like this with um, with a with a with a supplier that's promising leads and things like that. And um, I you know nothing's kind of happened in the you know it's nowhere near what they promised in the three months. It's like well, it just takes time. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's either a case of under deliver un, under promising and uh, and over delivering or you know someone over promising. But it's been used as an excuse. You're right. It's wrong. But yeah. it's often the well, joke's uh, there because. And that's why I think yeah. objectives are really important, right? And, yeah. and and having smart objectives if you want to go down that path. Um, although yeah. I, I feel like f- the 
all the letters of smart are just too much to, to manage. <laughs> too but um, but you know, having having an objective, you go to a, to a, a campaign like if the objectives is leads, then um, it's not a brand awareness campaign. You know, like you know, it, it's it either delivers the leads and it was yeah. a great campaign, or it, it doesn't. The, the interesting thing for mine is is I found myself in this situation many times over the years, and and you know, we changed our, as an agency, we changed our approach to this. Is is you'd often find in the briefing stage or when you're sort of crafting a strategy for a client that, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, sixty forty, yeah, we get that or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, we want or our, our objectives are part brand awareness and also part you know we need to drive this this outcome. And you know what I found over over a long period of time is, if you don't carefully split that budget, and say, okay, well, what is it? Is it sixty forty or is it thirty seventy? Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, how much are we? How much of your budget are we directing to brand awareness as an objective versus you know that direct response outcome, and being really clear with it up front, and. And yeah. crafting that, it does that it, strategy, don't you get really lost in well, the conversation. After if, if we didn't do that, a hundred percent of the time, the whole effectiveness of the campaign would be judged by the direct response outcome. I just, you know, and that's that measurability bias again. I guess in a different in a different form is is you know we say we want awareness until you have to measure a campaign by it or, or whatever. So yeah, um, and, and it's, you've just made me think of something else actually because that example that I'm talking about with the the person that's had the the um you know been disappointed with the leads, they're mm -hmm. a startup. Yeah. And I didn't think about this before when I was telling me the story, but, you know, to, to, to start a startup and then kind of jump into, you know, get me leads kind of doesn't make sense in, yeah. this, in the slightest. It's what you need. You need business, yep. of, of, of course, but it's um, you're really up against the wall if no one knows who you are and, you know, you've got to kind of get that sell and familiarity and the, that it really is like the guy on the train <laughs> running yeah. up to you and, and telling you all about about themselves. Yeah, it's, so. a, it's a, it's a, it is exactly. So yeah, yeah there, there's challenges there. And I think that's what it is. I mean, that, that reality of you're in the moment of, oh yeah, we're a startup, we need leads. You know, that's what directs you to, I guess, putting together a campaign that's focused on the wrong objective and, and you know, taking your eye. You know, it's really, it's really easy to sit there and have a conversation and say, yeah, great, only 5% of your audience are in the market. Um, but those pressures do sometimes take you down the wrong path, and and um, and I guess with these as well, like it's still the pressures are there; they're not going to go away. So yeah. it's the same thing, you know, with with talking about a lot of this, these kind of rules of thumb, you know, with you know the, a lot of them, you know, the examples are with big consumer brands with massive budgets, and you mm. know that doesn't translate to to someone that doesn't have a have a you know have a big budget or doesn't feel right. So. Just because the rule of thumbs there doesn't mean the challenge yeah. goes away. You've just got to kind of, kind and of approach it. It's, it's, I mean, it's not a case of just you know running some some ads and sitting back and not measuring them, right? Like you know, it's not, you just sit back and and oh yeah, they, they, they'll they'll come. I guess you still need to focus on the five percent. There's still got to be a mechanism yeah. there to to convert them, you know. And you know, there's probably a lot more activity that you need to do to be successful. But you know, it's, it's not just a case of kicking back and. No, no, that, no, that's nothing. right. But that, 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 um, yeah, you, you, you've, you, you've got to wait. So, I, I just, it's a, it, it's, it's a really cool, simple idea. Um, mm. that, um, that, um, that I think, um, it's good. It's a good one to also talk with, 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 with clients about because I think that can yeah. help them. So, to kind of to, to kind of summarize, there was kind of three points to kind of rethinking you know, rethinking everything in, in the lens of this, you know, 595 rule. And that was expect sales results mostly in the long term, um, not in the short term. So yeah. 
does it, does that also just mean me, like changing the length of time that you're measuring? You know, so I mean, we off, we get caught in quarters and months and, yeah, I, and I, financial I, years. I think, and well, you, you're going to want to measure those months, but you probably you don't put it to the you know, don't to the campaigns. Like mm. shit, this isn't working. Six months, let's pull it and try something else. And, and that is the and trends, I guess. Yeah. You know what you expect is if you're running a brand campaign for five years, that the trend will be up. Yeah, that yeah. growth will. You know, each month should be better than the last. Yep. Uh, but but maybe not. You know, we're not measuring the whole success of uh, you know a specific month spend on you know the the month that leads right. it or something. Well, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, but this is this is a not, not another interesting thing. Develop creative that will be remembered most by future buyers, not current buyers. So when, you know, the soap guy, for example, you know, when those future buyers are in the market, what do we want them to remember? We want them to re remember us because we've given them, you know, we've something interesting and creative and it might be funny or it might just be, you know, but it's got to be memorable and distinctive. But then, you know, what, what is that thing? It's, and that's why it's the, that's the important part, I think, of having a kind of a, a strong kind of brand platform for, for your brand, understanding, you know, what it is you want to be remembered for. What's that one thing? What's those couple of things? You, you know, w what is it? So you can make sure that's a part of your, 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 your campaign and your, you know. Your and I, I guess just thinking about that now too, like that five-year period, there's, there's probably a fair portion. If I think about some of the sort of business buying decisions that I've made, there's a fair portion of time when you've sort of made a commitment that you know, like, when 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 the time comes that I'm going to purchase this or switch providers, it's probably going to be with this provider. Yep. yep. But I might that it might be another year or two before I actually get to making that decision. You yep. do sit on these things for a long time, don't you? So I guess this makes me think there's there's no reason why you shouldn't be focusing on your you know benefits and features and benefits. No, and, no, that, and, that, and, that's and, right. And that that um developing those those um mental structures and, and all those kind of but things they've got to be easy to find like you know that just might be on your website though like, yeah you know when someone's ready to kind of you know i've heard that you know heard that ad heard that line whatever it's like i'm gonna you know you i'm gonna find out more now and then and there it is you know you can't get that all across in you know in in the short amount of time you have so i that's that and i think that's an interesting one and and then the other thing to think about from that is also about targeting and Roy Sutherland talks about this a little bit. Um, you know, that, that, um, that CFO that you want to target, you know, at the moment is just an, you know, just a trainee accountant right now, or, yeah. you know, that, 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 um, so that the people that are the, the, the roles that people are in now aren't the roles they're going to be in five years. So, yeah. and so the leaders of tomorrow, if you're a, you know, the business decision makers of tomorrow, aren't business decision makers now so you've you know that that's even an argument about you know that hyper targeted you know um targeting you know say linkedin for example which we've spoke about before is yep. you know is, is 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 not as effective as as you might think but you know targeting or and that, this is part, probably partly why you know yes i know that my buyer is a you know um a CFO, well let's target all the CFOs at all the companies you know and wow we've got a list of all these companies we know you know, we want want to use. Well, well, they're not ready to buy, but the you know the the accountant or the someone in finance or w w whatever like think creatively about 
about what the future is going to look like so yeah. that we know those people have been familiar. They've kind of, and that even goes maybe Sam to the, the content marketing piece, like, um, you know, helping those people, giving them the tools or giving them the knowledge that, you know, helps them win, yeah. helps them feel smart, helps them get ahead. So by the time they've, they, they get ahead that, um, you know, you've been a part of that, you know, that, that, that journey. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I think that's huge. That's, yeah. that's, um, yeah. Point well made. Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> that's, how did we go? That wasn't, wasn't. 32 wasn't minutes oh, we and did. five seconds. There we go. Perfect. So yeah. it maybe is one of the shortest, but like a, a little idea, you, we don't, you know, it doesn't need to be spoken about so much. It's so simple. And that's what I, what I, what I love about it. It's, um, it's, uh, it's there to be taken and, and used. And it's a great little. And there, there's a, there's a reasonably hefty uh, document that, that uh, sort of goes over all this in. It's actually not that hefty. Not there's hefty. a, there's a, um, the document has got quite a few different case studies. I've just got, and so this is a part of it. Um, it's just called, we'll put it up in the, in the link, but advertising effectiveness and the 95 five rules. There you go. He calls it 95 five. I, I like your way five. Yeah. yeah. Um, most B2B buyers are not in the market right now. And that's, you know, the paper's, uh, what is it, six pages long? So, and it's actually, I mean, maybe um, to its detriment, there's only like four or five references. So I think that that idea where that, 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 that 5% came from is that, you know, you know five-year buying cycle. So that's not that scientific, but it's, it's, it just there's a good gut feel about a lot of it, and I'm happy to... To, to run with that look um, and as you said if it helps frame a discussion if it helps it helps to you know straighten out your thinking a little bit and you know because there's a there's a fundamental truth there you know and it's, it's obvious it doesn't yeah. need to be more than that yeah um yeah it works so great that'll be in the show notes uh, i mentioned at the start ha- housekeeping we've been encouraged by certain members of our team to to do a little bit of housekeeping and uh the the important one of course is to mention how you can help to support the show if you love the show i hope you do love the show and you get something out of it um but the number one way of course is reviews i know you hear it on every podcast but uh if you could feel to uh you know if you could be encouraged to go to itunes or wherever you you download your podcast from and give us a nice healthy five-star review uh that would of course be uh very helpful or talk about us share us make someone listen um we do this for the love. I think we get a lot out of it, regardless, uh, yeah, Dean. But we'd certainly love to if share. If you've got it something out of this, drop you know, drop us a line. Get in, yes. get in, get in touch. It's um, it's nice to know there are a few of you out there um listening to us. But um, we can see there are. So yep. um, yeah. So good to good to see you again, mate. Um, good talking about that stuff, and we will uh, we'll continue this conversation next time. And I can't wait to hear what you've got to share. Thank you, Dean.